0: Drama on One,
1: Sundays at 8pm, rta.ia forward slash drama on one. Drama on One.
2: Tonight's Drama on One is another chance to hear Charolais, written by Noni Stapleton. The play features Noni Stapleton as Siobhan and Charolais, with Barony Cueve as breather and Ender Oates as Jimmy listeners should be advised that the play contains some strong language and themes of an adult nature. The
3: woman who invented the best way of killing animals was a vegetarian. Mad, isn't it? An American one. She's something wrong with her brain. She wasn't stupid. She could learn things alright. But she couldn't make friends. So she built herself a machine to get into that would give her hugs. She had to buy her bed and she'd get into it for a squeeze. But she invented it first for cows. They put cows into them and it closes tight around them when they're going to slaughter them. They feel safe that way. Can't smell the other cows being afraid you see. One at a time in the squeeze machine. Get a hug. And bam. Roast beef. Mm. They're the hugs I like from Jimmy. Big country by squeezes. I like country boys because they're mucky and they talk slow. And they don't stand too close to you. Because they're used to saying hello over walls and hedges and from the top of tractors. They've got big hands and big shoulders. They're strong. To make good squeeze machines for cows and humans. Jimmy once pulled a cow from that far ditch down there with his bare hands. Big cream coloured thing stuck up to her middle in a ditch after a week of rain turned the whole field to muck. Group of us waiting on the tractor and rope and he goes... Fuck this. And lands in beside her. He's no patience. He lands in and she turns her huge head to him real slow. From over the hedge back in the road I can see she's no fear. Her big eyes rest on me, dead calm, as he leans into her. And she gives in all trust. I hate that fucking cow. There's nothing he wouldn't do for her. After he's heaved and hauled and rocked her out, single-minded, three hours it took him. And I says to him, what's she called? The cow? What's her name?
4: She hasn't got a name, yet, half bitch. But the breed, surely... And
3: I know it was a stupid thing to ask him. But what was I supposed to say? Me insides aren't ripe from watching you. I'm tick with rage and wanting you. I hate that fucking cow. I hate her soft face and her solid head and her dirty yellow tags up against your sweaty neck like cheap gold earrings. The two of pressed together. One big, long, heavy, muscled animal. Take me home. Hold me down Cos if I have to look at your square shoulders Underneath a t-shirt one more time I'll explode I'll fucking explode Charolais Nice name though, isn't it? For a girl If it is a girl
4: You're not calling any child of mine after a heifer
3: Ah Jimmy Sure it's too nice of a name not to use it Need something with it though for
4: balance.
3: Yes. I like Charolais Rose.
4: I
1: hear you.
3: That was me mammy's name. The Rose bit. Me Dad was called Bob. Charolais Bob doesn't work. For a boy or a girl. I wish I could tell them though. Mam and dad. About the baby. But I don't believe in all that talking to the air nonsense. When you're dead, you're dead. They'd have puttin' Breeda in her place in jig time. Breida. Horrible fucking name, isn't it? Why would you do that to a child? You can't call a child that and not expect her to turn out the wateryest strake ever going. Skinny. No mating her at all. Gives her that look of her mouth being too big for her face. You know that kind of way? She's got too tight curly grey hair. And she smells like old furniture. And she's a bitch too. Jimmy's ma, a thundering old bitch. There's a wasp in her, but it's all covered up. Smiling at you one minute, giving you a swipe the next. You wouldn't trust her now, you would not. And when I came here first, last year, she was obsessed with the work I was doing for Jimmy. Looking over me shoulder the whole time on the laptop. Her gammy eyes staring out over the top of her glasses. Her two eyes pointing different directions so you never know where to look. And she's squinting and quizzing me the whole time. What's that you're
0: filling in, hon? The size of your fields out the bushes and roads and yards and stuff. The area aid map? He has you doing that now, as well as the herd register. Show me that. Doesn't seem right to me at all. Jimmy done the numbers, Breda. I'm just typing them in. Oh, right. What do you call that thing? A spreadsheet. Ooh, a spreadsheet. You learned that in your course, I suppose. Imagine, they let you on that without the leaving, and search and everything. Didn't you fall on your feet?
3: Thou whore. Fall on me feet, me foot. If anyone's doing well out of this, I wanted to say, it's you, Breed a Keen. And the fast course paying my wages to come up here doing this for you. But I said nothing. I just thought to myself... Ah, yeah. She'll get what's coming to her. And in the meantime, I'll have my secret. My own private man that sends me looks to keep me quiet. Turns his body to mine in dark corners and black fields. And back seats. (laughs) He bit me once on the knuckle in the kitchen when Breida's back was turned. And I knew then he wanted to take me and eat me up. Show me off as his. It's just that he can't, because of her. So, we do it in secret. Oh. Jimmy loves doing it in the middle shed with the galvanised roof where they keep the turf. He gets to of doing it so close to the house. I like the smell of the turf, but I can never really relax. And then we have to do it quick, in case the cyclops catches us. My favourite is underneath the spindle tree, miles away from anyone, above in Norway, the farthest field. He's actually more romantic than he knows. And then on the days when it was raining, we just used the sleeping bag laid out in the back of the jeep. In the beginning of the summer, when I first came to work here, before we got together, me and Jimmy be driving round the fields, marking up the herd register, hardly a word between us. He's painful shy like. And I thought, well, that breed of one never shuts up. I think I'll give his ears a rest. So we'd go off to each field, him callin' out the numbers from the cow's ear tags and me writing them down in the blue book. Sometimes I'd catch him looking at me and me stomach would flip. I used to look at that sleeping bag and be dying for him to just leap on me. Halfway back to town one evening, I couldn't take it any more, so I turned round and headed back. I didn't know exactly what I was going to say to him, really. I just knew I couldn't stick another minute in not having him. By the time I got back up there, I decided on a date. I'm going to ask him out on a date. I definitely had a guardian angel that day, because I found him straight away. He was out in the hay shed, leaning up against a bale. Having a wank. I don't think this is the right time to ask him out on a date. So instead, I said, I'll do that for you. If you want. He opened his eyes and pinned me with this look like he was going to kill me. And then for a tiny second, like he didn't know what kind of creature I was at all. Afraid nearly. He caught himself quick though, stuck out his hand and pulled me in and onto the hay. And the rest, as they say, <laughs> is
0: history. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh, oh,
3: oh, oh. <laughs> Except <laughs> halfway through, I hear this strange kind of rustling. I look up, half expecting to see Breed. But instead, here's this giant, blonde, hairy head taking chunks out of the hay bale, chomping away, getting a grand owl eyeful. Big slimy tongue hanging out. She's so close, I swear I can feel her breath on my arm, and I kind of freeze. Jimmy looks up, doesn't miss a beat.
4: Oh, go on away, go on,
3: go on. And she saunters off across the yard. And Jimmy gives
1: me a wink.
4: Awful nosy, huh? Them charlies.
1: Quand il me prend dans ses bras Il me parle tout bas Je vois le vie en rose. Ooh la la! The farmer is bullying, n'est-ce pas? Dining al fresco, eh, farmer? Oof! <sniffs> Pleasant evening for it, I suppose. Very few flies. Romantic sunset, eh? Ooh la la! The birdsong at twilight. The dusk chorus, amazing! <sniffs> no, magnifique! To bids the day adieu, goodbye, and greets the night avec quelle joie de vivre, such a, oh, you say, gusto, very moving, no? Oh, lucky birdies, luckier than me, for you have wings and can flee this place, and the crushing ennui. I fear I may expire for lack of occupation. Mon dieu, how I long for conversation. These are the cattle, my so called companions, Pff, they are barely coherent. It is not their fault, impoverished, crossbred mongrels, Pas comme moi. La <gasps> So, I keep my distance, making my daily promenade toute seule. Oui, all alone. This, bien sûr, cause the unwanted attention of the farmer off. He promises a mate to alleviate the tedium when I am bullying, as he says. So base. So grotesque. Still, I look forward to a fine calf, sired by a bull of excellent pedigree. And so, I shall not succumb to the despair. No, I shall endure. Quand il me No, all this blah blah blah. It is making me peckish. No. ...one midnight snack, uh, peut ...ah oh, oui... Where the grass is fresh and fine... ...pretty cow... ...goes there to dine.
3: Had it all planned to tell him about the baby. Getting early, cook him up a big breakfast... ...then, you know, he'd be in better humour for it. But when I get in... ...there's the two of them... ...himself and herself... ...breed... ...the ma... ...sitting at the table with all dirty plates and all.
0: Oh... You're fed, oh indeed he is. He'd a grand feed, right. What
1: do you have, Jimmy? A bit of
4: a birthday cake, two flakes, and a bit of a fry.
3: I got a scrub on her face. Birthday cake, birthday cake. It's not even his birthday. He means brack. How the fuck can I compete with that? I had to buy a block of ice cream. I waited all day, went down to Hennessy's, got a Hazelbrook Farm vanilla and he ate it all after his dinner. He does love his food, so he does. Then after his cup of tea, he went out to the sheds and I followed him out and told him then about the baby. He effed him blinded for a bit, put his foot through a bag of feed and then went real quiet.
4: You're having it, I suppose.
3: Nothing else for it?
4: Taking the goat from a heifer and put pay to it? He was only joking, though.
3: I know, know, he was. That'd be a sense of humour, like. Eventually he goes...
4: Probably bound to happen. Sooner or later. You have not to tell ma'am now. Therefore to me.
3: Then we done it up against the cat (laughs)
4: lacrosse.
3: And I love that about him. He just gets things done, quiet like. He'll tell Breida, he will. In his own time, in his own way. Still, though, I can't help thinking I'd a to just drop it on her. Right in the middle of her favourite telly or something. Emmerdale. No, the Angela's. The shock of it might send her into an early grave, you never know your luck. For ages, I've been thinking about all the different ways she might pop her clogs. Apart from the eye, she's as healthy as a feckin' horse. Doesn't drink, doesn't smoke... Barely a wrinkle from never cracking a smile in her life. Feck's sake, she'll end up dying a knotting when she's 90. I'd be trying to think of ways to help her along. Bale of hay on the head. Little nudge. Close to the slurry pit. Still, though. Feckin' CSI. You wouldn't chance it. Yeah, a little biteen of an accident. That's the way to go. And there's ways and means. Have you ever seen a farmer wearing a scarf? No, you have not Too many things to get caught in Diggers and generators and hay balers Guess what I'm giving breeder for Christmas? Oh yeah, a nice one too Ornate, with green tassels on it Took me time picking it out And she can't say a fecking thing Cos I'm giving her a present, haven't I? Ah yeah, like I said You just never know I've been lucky
1: enough to fall in love, haven't I? Oh, the day has come. The hour, it is now, final I am to meet my mate, mon ami. (sighs) est-il? Where is he? (laughs) <laughs> Regardez-moi, all the excitement of the coquettish young thing. Mm, I imagine him for so long, and soon he is here. <sighs> I am almost jumping beside my skin. <sighs> mon amour, mon chéri. Oh, he will be strong, of the highest pedigree. Ooh la la. I imagine his exquisite muscling, his excellent loins. I go weak at the thought of his deep-eyed quarter. (gasps) Are we a superior specimen as befits my own breeding? I am no snob, but my calf must be sired by the best. No ordinary beast will do. Even the oaf knows that, for he will want an handsome calf, and so I shall get an handsome bull. (gasps) Oh, oh! Oh, I am so. Oh, how oh you say, honey. Turns out one
3: of the heifers went missing, and he's seen her halfway up the rag field, away from the herd. An animal on its own usually means it's sick, and I know that's never good. But he's gone mad altogether, effin' and blind and banging cups and presses till breeder comes running in. What in
0: the name of God? There's is a, a cow sick. Jimmy's taken us real bad. And why wouldn't he? It's our livelihood, Chavon. Stupid girl. Which heifer is it, Jimmy? But before he can answer, I get in. Do you think it might be TB? Jimmy. TB? TB? Is there a want in you? Don't even mention that word. She
4: doesn't understand, ma'am. You're not helping, Chavon. Go away and make us a pot of tea or something.
0: I flick on the kettle, thinking, fuck.
3: I won't have to apologise to that old bag now and I don't even know what I'm after doing. I followed him into the good room with the tea and some Swiss roll. She seemed to have calmed down. I'm
0: sorry, Breda. If I said something wrong... It's fine. It's fine. You weren't to know and you were towny. We'll put it in the past. Which is an awful thing to think of. TB, it Would have given anyone a fright... Farming is tough, Yvonne, but at least you have your animals. But TB, to lose the herd, losing the whole herd, you have no idea what that is like. The loneliness, the isolation, it's like...
3: Like Helen Keller. The two of them just stared at me. And I thought, oh, wait, no. Helen Keller and Anne Frank... I always get those two mixed up. I can never figure it out, so I stuck with Helen Keller and said, Anyway, he get me this. Jesus wept. Leave us to it now, Siobhan, would you? I kept an ear cocked from the kitchen. It's the Charolais that went missing. What Now I understand. She sneezes sideways and he has a heart attack. Could cost him thousands, they say. Not to mention losing the calf, too. He had her inseminated a while back with that sex semen stuff that they use. Needed to make sure everything went to plan and the calf would be a bull. I felt sorry for her, actually, even though I hate her. The cow. Real sorry, when the AI man came to inseminate. I mean, like, who wants a giant needle up the you-know-what instead of the real thing? Over in seconds, bang, sure enough. She's pregnant. And two months after that, so am I. And i not even going to pretend to myself that Jimmy wasn't happier about the cow, cos he was came bounding into the kitchen to tell that the cow's having a bye and he hasn't even told her we're an item, not to mind up the pole. Like, I'm going to start showing soon. She might be blind in one eye, but she's not thick. Anyway, he gulps down the end of his tea, tea leaves and all, jumps up, grabs his fleece, mumbling something about grass, tetany, whatever that is, some cow disease, I suppose, and stomps back through the kitchen. Here, come here. I'll go with you. Moral support. I'm only dying to get a look at her. See if things are as bad as he says. Inside in the jeep, I says to him, I felt real stupid when you said I wasn't help."
4: Ah, Jesus, Siobhan. Not now.
3: No. I want to help. I want to understand. I, I never want to have to apologise to your man again. So he told me. The whole herd wiped out in 1987. He was 13 and he remembers the bumps under the cattle's skin and his father's face and the day the lorries came and took the herd
4: his dad didn't last his much, didn't longer, last
3: after much longer after that
4: ma'am well she was only 45 when he died just the two of us left then to keep things going well little by little she just turned a bit cranky I suppose when and I'm listening
3: was... to him talk Probably more than he ever has before, seven, in one go. Cattle, All about the quietness. The no gates rattling.
4: And him no
3: cows calling. No need to start the tractor. I the, the, the lonely life of the farmer. I wish he didn't feel that.
4: By no gates
3: rattling. He doesn't have to be lonely. No cows calling. Neither of us do. Anymore.
4: You need to start the tractor.
3: Jimmy? Yeah? I love you. I waited. my heart in me mouth.
4: Let her see to this, Charlie.
3: Yeah. He'd order things on his mind, though,
1: didn't he? Meld! Imbecile! Bastard! Tyrant! Farmer! Off. Pff, may your testicles pickle in their own juice. Je ne comprends pas. The agony, the humiliation, the indignity. Le AI Man avec le syringe. Merde. C'est vrai. L'amour, ça sert à quoi? What good is love? L'amour. It is all tears and suffering, no? I would die of a broken heart, but for the second heart that beats inside me now. And alas, I have no joy. For what will I tell my little calf when he asks, Maman, who is mon papa? Je ne sais pas, mon petit chou.
0: Pierre,
1: Rémy, Didier, Guy. Je ne sais pas. Quelle tristesse. Triste. Vraiment. Parlez-moi d'amour. Jesus
3: fucking Christ. There is nothing wrong with that cow. She's putting on a great show, though. Off by herself, bit wobbly on the feet, off her feed. Jimmy jumps over the gate. Where, there. Like I ain't going anywhere in my condition. Bad enough rattling around in this shite arse jeep on the way up here. This kid's going to come out damaged, I'm telling you. Leave us the keys, will you? It's freezing. I stick the keys in the ignition and start her up. The noise of the engine gives the cow a little skittle. Jimmy glares back at me. About halfway up he gives a little call to her. She turns her huge head and I swear kind of cocks her arse around as well like she's posing on the red carpet delighted with herself all silky and golden feckin' superior Beyonce is in with her After about 40 minutes of nuzzles and rubs and the two of them exchanging secrets she's grand again brand fucking new lashes into the mineral feed like there's no tomorrow and Jimmy stands back to watch She's thick and wide and plump. Her legs are strong, set real far apart. Every bit of her is firm and fleshy. Soft skin, pink nose, heavy breath. Nothing is going to ruin her day. And the line of her back. (laughs) She's just perfect.
0: hormones or something
3: <laughs> the nurses have to practice me mindfulness and join the pregnant yoga class I did that they're on for free in the parish hall which is A1 but they're run by the ICA which is shite Eleanor Phelan is teaching it and she's on the tools for solidarity and Tanzania committee with Breda and don't tell me they don't talk
0: Jesus Christ
3: there's no right I can go to get away from her <sighs> is not good for the baby so I'm going to stop and concentrate on me breathing and take me brain to a happy, peaceful place Electric fence? No Slurry pit? Maybe. Heart attack? Not a stroke. Hay baler? Stampede. Natural causes? Euthanasia Now if Beyoncé could do Breida in. That'd be the two birds with the one stone right there. (sighs) Fat chance. And you know how hard it is to get information on how to kill a cow. Seriously, like, who'd you ask without drawing attention to yourself? Uh, Ginny, say if I wanted to murder that dirty big goldy slut up there in the field, how would I go about it? Oh yeah, bear in mind now that I'm heavily pregnant with your giant baby and all. I was getting desperate. I mean, the only ways I can come up with are kind of dodgy. First, I reckon, couldn't I just slit her throat? I don't know if I could manage it. It's tough now cowhide So it is. I mean, cow skins are like leather. I got a bit of a brainwave, though, on my last trip to the hospital. The nurse was taking me blood and I thought, sure, I'd only have to nick a vein. Bleed her out. So I nipped into Sheehan's on the way home and bought a Stanley knife. See, this would make the cut no bother. Then I could stick in a carving knife or something and... Widen it, and widen it, and widen it. That'd work. It'd be hard. And really, really feckin' messy. I don't know. I haven't ruled it out. But for Jesus' sake, there has to be an easier way. I mean, the stupid animals are falling down dead day in, day out when you don't want them to. I was afraid to Google it, cos like... If Jimmy sussed it on the laptop, that'd be kind of hard to explain. So, I thought there's only one thing for it. I'll have to get a smartphone. Jimmy, I'll have to get a smartphone.
4: What do you need one of them for? You can't get a Nokia, do you?
3: There's an app you can get, Baby Center. All your pregnancy questions answered. Oh, fuck. Don't stress me out, Jimmy. Right. Says it's a very helpful tool for the mindful mother.
4: Right,
3: right. He had to buy it for me then, didn't he? And I'm after getting some deadly ideas. Poison. It's the only way to go. Rolled barley. Cows go mad for it. But it's real bad for them. So if she munches on that for an hour even, it'll blow up fermenting her gut and she's done for. And you know what she'll end up dying of? Alcoholic poisoning. (laughs) It's genius. Pure feckin' genius. Feck you, breeder. Who needs to leave insert, huh? Hush little baby don't be afraid Mammy's going to murder the Charlotte And if they wonder where she went I'll say I dunno and I'm pregnant And then maybe Breda will die I hope you're not born with her gammy eye Jimmy, when are we going to tell Breda? I'm blue in the face from asking him I don't like it in him that he won't tell her He promised me he would That's worrying I don't like it And in the meantime there's me traipsing up and down from town every day When I should be being minded me back killing me, me boobs rock hard, out to here. I'm in bits. This is not going to plan. When are we going to tell Breda?
4: We've time enough yet, Chaval.
3: I'm nearly 16 weeks, Jimmy. Jimmy! Mm. Right. I'm marching in there right now and I'm telling her myself so, if you won't do it.
4: Now look, you've not to go upsetting her before she goes off to knock. It's a only holiday... And tell her after. Can't you just let her enjoy knock. Oh,
3: fuck knock, Jimmy.
4: Jesus, will you Come here to me give me an out hug, will you? Come on, here.
3: That's not going to work this time, Jimmy. I'm telling her, and I'm telling her now. Come with me, if you want. Breida takes it real bad. Roaring, crying. Cursing me, him, her terrible lot in life. Whinging and whining. Rocking forward and back in the chair like she's at a feckin' wake or something. Oh, off she went. Round one.
0: The neighbours. The, the town. The rumours. The, the shame. The,
3: rumors, the, ICA, the, shame the, priest. the ICA. The priest. In that order. I said nothing. Round two. Poor her. How, How would she hold up? her head up? I'll Hadn't she raised, him, raised better. him better? His father, father would be ashamed. ashamed. He wouldn't look at me after that. <laughs> A hussy and a trollop
0: no morals.
3: took advantage. No morals. Oh, so what could you expect,
0: what where could you she do?
3: expect coming from where I did? Stupid. Stupid.
0: No education.
3: No education.
0: Tick. Too thick to Too take precautions.
3: Oh, to take precautions. Lazy. Ugly. Lazy.
0: You know what side, your bread Knew which side my
3: bread was buttered. No fear. Stupid. 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 I stayed quiet. But my cheeks started to burn up the more she said it. I bunched up my fist, digging the nails into my palm, staring at the kitchen table, shaking, genuinely getting ready to punch her in the head. And the most amazing thing happened. The baby kicked me. Something came over me. Looked her straight in the eye. The good eye. It's all right, Brida. I've met up my mind. I'm not asking for anything. I don't want the handout. I'm leaving here. Leaving the town. Nothing to keep me here if you won't accept your own flesh and blood. That fairly put a halt to her gallop.
0: Where will you go, Siobhan? I don't know, Brida. I don't know. But we'll be
3: fine. Me and the baby. We'll never bother you or Jimmy again. I get in my bag and cardigan. I could feel Jimmy's eyes on me, going through me, but I made myself not look at him.
4: Where's Siobhan?
3: And I turn back to see this giant, giant man. But he's paralysed and i thought it's so easy jimmy it's so easy just stand up to her once trust what you're feeling and come get me it's what you want but i won't do it for you if you can say all that with a look and i think you can and be part and shot don't worry, Breda. I'll not come looking for this little one's inheritance. No. This baby will never know anything about this farm. Or any farm. Or country life. Or anything. I walk out. Like. Like in slow motion. Out into the lashin rain. in 30 seconds I'm soaking and I haven't even got to the end of the lane my cardigan smells like a wet dog then headlights from behind Jimmy pulls alongside me in the Jeep
4: you didn't no. cop on now, you didn't mean it didn't I? no, you didn't what you said about the baby not knowing about the farm you didn't mean that we don't... That's not... We don't want that, Siobhan.
3: We oui. waited. He said nothing. God, he hasn't a clue. Ah,
4: Jesus. Is, are you all right? What, what's wrong, Siobhan?
3: Nothing. The baby kicked me is all. His face crumbles. But he says nothing. Just looks away. So I take aim. I can hug myself now, Jimmy. And he breaks down. And cries. And cries. Eventually he kind of comes to and wipes his nose on the back of his hand. Then he looks at me. Right into me. And sort of shakes himself.
4: Now look. This is not what you want. This is mad. You're, you're coming back with me, Siobhan. Now stop all this. Look at. I want you to come home with me. Me. All right. Come on now, and we'll go back home, shall The three of us. All right.
3: Slept in the spare room that night. Moved me stuff in the next day. I couldn't let it go without a swipe.
0: Better than having you parading round the town, I suppose.
3: I stared at her. Shh, no, ma'am. And I...
4: said nothing.
3: I'm having to take me time with everything now. Just getting from the bed to the bog is a big job. I like it, though. Breed and myself kind of steer clear of each other during the day. But I've started watching the soaps with her so we'll have something to talk about. She thinks I'm mad into Coronation Street and I get to put me feet up in the only warm room in the house. Tea and buns and the ads. I do still think it's stupid that I can't stay in the one room with Jimmy though. I mean, the damage is done, like. But say saying nothing. That'll all change when the baby's born. You won't be spending as much time up in the field looking after that perfect cow and her bump giving her rubs. Every single thing I tell him about the baby, he has to bring it back to that bloody heifer. Last night, he goes...
4: It's a pity breeding humans isn't like breeding cattle, isn't it? We could guarantee a fine, healthy bull for ourselves. Here, yeah. did you know, Siobhan, that a cow's gestation period is nine months as well? No, Jimmy, I didn't. And I don't give a shite.
3: I'm telling you, she has to go. That cow's days are numbered. I spend hours awake during the night thinking how I might do it. Electric fence won't work unless I plug it into the mains. Me mind gets jumbled and I can't sleep a wink. I wish I'd Jimmy next to me for a squeeze. I pad across the landing and creep into his room just to have a look at him. This strong, heavy thing unconscious in front of me. He's like a fucking gorgeous lump... And I'm standing there with that feeling like you get when you think you might jump off the balcony at mass. Like I might shout out loud or explode or disappear. I want to squeeze him that much. And then I worry that I'll feel that way about the baby too and accidentally kill it. I'd be gone out with my mind altogether if it wasn't for this old app. It's great for telling you what's normal. I'm addicted to it. At 29 weeks, your baby is about the size of a butternut squash and will double in size between now and the birth. Jesus. She has started to develop hair and eyebrows and may respond to light and music. Look, Jimmy, a look. Look, is that an elbow or a foot? The two of them jump up and bend over me bump, excited like little kids nearly. And for a second, it's really lovely. It's like how my mamma, and dad would be if they were here. Making me feel special. Jimmy's eyes are dancing when he looks at me. Do you want to feel it? I pull me top up a bit. You too, Brida, go on. But Brida makes a face. And this horrible noise. And Jimmy goes red. All of a sudden they won't look at me. Or each other. They sit back down either side of the fire and say nothing for ages. I fix myself. Close me eyes, pretend to do me breathing. I want to cry. I'm so stupid for even trying. I don't want to let the tears out.
4: What's wrong with you?
3: Heartburn, headache, bloating, back pain, leg pain, constipation, piles,
0: cystitis. Take your pick. Could be worse. The poor Charlie has mastitis. Now if you had that, you'd know all about it. I'll head to the vets and get her some antibiotics. You'd want
3: to hear the relief in him to be getting out of here. He slams the door on the way out, and I think this is it. I mightn't get another chance before the baby arrives. I'm doing it now. I'm putting that cow and her mastitis out of their misery. I'm going for a walk, Rita. Clear me head. I grab a knife on the way out the back door and go looking for the charolet. It's too risky bleeding her out, but I can make the cut at least. Rub dirt or muck or, I don't know, a a rusty pipe off it or something. I can't find her and I need to do it quick. (laughs) Then I hear a moo coming from the shed. She's facing me when I get to the door. Keep the blade out of sight. I move in a step. She tosses her head back into the side. The hair on her neck is so silky, I nearly want to touch it. And then I think, sure I can do that when she's dead. She snorts out a heavy breath at me, and her eyes seem to fix on me bump. Then she bawls out this awful groan from the bottom of her guts and lies down in front of me in the muck and manure. Jesus Christ, she's having the calf. The side of her head is on the ground, one of her back legs is raised up in the air the water bags out and burst long ago I'd say by the look of her and there's two small hooves sticking out her back end I don't know what to do oh god I think for a second what if I do nothing she's under pressure I could just walk away problem solved maybe and then she raises up her head and looks straight at me pleading with me I can see it in her eyes the baby's doing somersaults inside me and I've no choice Breathe! Brida, Come on! Now! The shower lay's calving, but there's something wrong. I tried, Jimmy. It's gone straight to vice mill. Back in the shed, Breda hands me the glove. Plastic, bright orange, and
0: nearly the length of myself. Here, put this on. I can't fucking believe this. I'll talk you through it. Well, you had better. Stick your hand in there and feel for his mouth. Uh, Is he moving? uh, Is he alive? (laughs) Right, get of me way And she pushes this metal, you The
3: calving jack up against the cow's rear end Slips the ropes over his hooves and onto the jack The two of us grab hold of the lever
0: Pull, pull!
3: And each time the cow sprains We pull the calf a little further out <sighs> Holding him there for her Till the cow pushes again We're making headway The calf pulls against us all the way But we're going grand, I think. Till something's wrong. His legs are out, but the head won't come any further. Brita, I don't think I can go on. I'm seven months pregnant, for God's sake.
0: I can't. I can't do this. Listen to me. If you want to be a farmer's wife, you'll show me what you're made of. So we pull and pull again and again. Not letting up till
3: eventually the head comes clear I take a deep breath and hold
0: my muscles tight Thank God for me core, me pelvic floor And out comes the rest of them With so much shouting
3: and roaring between us And terrible noises from the cow
0: I tell you one thing I'd have an epidural End of we drag him out at last, and Breda
3: falls up against the wall, exhausted. But I've never seen her smile like this. I pull the little fella away up the shed. Oh my god <laughs> He's snow white Well like underneath all the blood and mucusy stuff and all
0: he's gorgeous Little black eyes, real far apart. You can admire him later, Siobhan. Get the iodine and spray his navel. Quick, quick now before the cow gets back to her feet. Then suddenly there's Jimmy, standing at the door,
3: beaming at the two of us. Well, no, the four of us. I feel like my brain's going to burst out the back of me head. I'm so...
4: happy. What the fuck? You're two mad women, eh? There's grown men that have heart attacks, not to mention a 72-year-old woman and a pregnant lunatic.
0: Well, you're no help to anyone with your phone switched off. She is some woman and she's got backbone, this girl of yours. (laughs) (laughs) She meant me. (laughs) We done the whole thing right, Jimmy. And look at him. He's perfect.
3: And he is. He's perfect. And this is Perfect. Everything's perfect. I spray his belly and rub his head. In a few hours, he'll be a velvety little thing running around the place. He gives a little call and a flash of his pink tongue. Suddenly, there's a commotion coming from the far end of the shed. I stand up straight. Jimmy's eyes are wide open. He's waving his arms and shouting something.
0: Look out! Look out! Oh, Jesus, Mary, Joseph! Oh,
3: God. The shower is charging... Head down, coming straight for me and the calf. I know I should run, but I'm frozen. This huge, hairy juggernaut thing, all flashing white thunder, coming to do me in. But I'm stuck to the spot. I, I can't move. I brace myself. When you're dead, you're dead. Just gone. I wonder will the baby live? Then I feel something at me sleeve. breed's small hands push me out of the way and I fall backwards away from the calf. Her glasses fly off as her tiny frame is lifted off the ground in front of me eyes. There's a sound like sticks crackling in a fire. Jesus. I think it might be Breida's ribs crunching up as the cow crushes her against the concrete wall. I feel Jimmy's hand in mine, and he walks me backwards to the end of the shed, watching the cow the whole time. We stood there holding hands with each other, and he called an ambulance. I mean, she was dead, no question. But we didn't know what else to do. And we couldn't get near till the cow was finished with her, so we just held hands.
4: I should have been here.
3: It's not your fault, Jimmy. How is it your fault? I it's my fault for going near the calf. Actually, it's Breda's for telling me to, but I don't think now is the time to say that. Eventually the cow moves back from Breda and starts licking the calf clean till it's up on its feet staggering around the place looking for its first feed. Slowly, gently, Jimmy opens the side gate and guides them through into the old milking shed. He comes back in, locks the gate, and turns to me.
4: "I think you might have to sell that cow." "I think that's the right thing to do,
3: Jimmy." Jesus, like, she didn't think twice about killing poor Breda. I mean, that's demented. We've this baby to think of now. And I'm not sure we can call the baby Charley after all this either.
4: Oh, thank Christ for that.
3: And suddenly the two of us burst out laughing. We can't stop. We're roaring, laughing, tears and everything. Till he looks back at Breda. And then he's crying. And he just clings to me. I even have a little cry myself. And then I let him there for a little minute to say goodbye to his mummy by himself. Spot the knife on me way out the door, red with blood and half covered up with muck and straw. And as I bend down to pick it up, the baby gives a kick. And I think to myself... We'll be fine. The Three of Us. Hush it by, baby, on the treetop. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. When the bough breaks, the cradle will fall. And down will come, baby. And
1: all.
2: We've been listening to Charolais, written by Noni Stapleton and originally developed for theatre by Barbara Niquive, who features as Breatha in the RTE radio production. Enda Oates played the part of Jimmy, and the author Noni Stapleton featured as Siobhan and Charolais. Sound supervision was by Damien Chanel. Charolais was directed by Goretti Slavin. The series producer of Drama on One is Kevin Reynolds. And if you'd like to listen back to this or other dramas in the archive, take a look at rte.ie slash drama on one.